Welcome to the Investment Cuddle. I'm Gary, and today on the podcast, we're going to talk renewable energy. So for those of you that listened to the previous podcast, we looked at renewable energy in terms of the different types of renewable energy, as well as the technology. So when we're talking about renewable energy, today, we'd actually like to get to some investing ideas and look at what's going on in that space and actually look at, rather than specific technologies or specific funds looking at one technology or one type of energy, we're going to look at what would you do if you just want to dip your toe in this area, you want to buy a renewable energy fund, pay the management fee, let somebody else manage that pot of money buying what they think are the right things within the renewable energy space. We're not tackling individual companies. We're going to look at funds. And we're going to look at investment trusts predominantly because I think we believe that trusts are a nice way of buying things that are difficult, whether that's regions within the world or technologies or like this, a sector, renewable energy. I don't, it, there's lots to buy in the renewable energy sector, but what do you buy? Because there's been an awful lot of promotion of this sector as these funds have come out. And it's difficult, certainly for me, a mere mortal, to turn around and say, what do I want to buy? So hopefully through this process, we're going to find out what some of the options are around these investment trusts. So just a little recap then on what is renewable energy. Energy from a source that is not depleted when used, such as wind, solar power, geothermal. And so renewable energy is energy derived from natural sources that are replenished at a higher rate than they are consumed, which kind of makes sense. As such, sources that are constantly being replenished Renewable energy sources are plentiful and all around us. Consequently, fossil fuels, which are now getting an increasingly bad rap, and we can talk a bit more about that uh, on another on another podcast, but you know, coal, oil, gas, these are non-renewable resources that take hundreds of billions of years to form, and we class them as fossil fuels. When burned, they produce energy, and cause harmful greenhouse gas emissions such as carbon dioxide, which is the one of the ones we're trying to reduce to combat global warming or climate change, whichever is your favourite. We'll cover some of those sources as we go through the funds. But as you said today, we want to look at both these close-ended investment companies. So we've got eight to look at. It's going to be a fairly quick whistle stop tour of each one but as we go through we're going to look at what they what they do what they buy and where they are located so our first fund to look at is aquila european renewables ticker on that is aers so aquila european renewables it's a 385 million pound fund terms of market capitalization 
currently sits on a discount of about 12%, pays a quarterly dividend, and that dividend at the moment is just over 5%. So quite quite a hefty dividend, relatively speaking. Gearing on this trust, as, as, as we know with investment trusts, you can gear the fund. So essentially borrow against the fund and then go and uh, buy other things. So, but the gearing on this looks like zero. So it's domiciled in the UK. And so it has assets in wind, hydro and solar. Majorities in solar, about 50, 51%, 52%. Then wind, about 44 and then hydro at almost 5%. And those assets are then spread across Portugal, Spain, and some of the Scandinavian countries around Northern Europe. So we know their aim is to try and grow their dividend over the medium term. And if we dive a little bit deeper into some of those assets, sort of key key areas they've got 12 investments 36 operating assets across six countries so total capacity is 460 odd megawatts they've got a remaining life of approximately 25 years on their assets and in terms of contracted revenue they've got more than 50 percent of their revenue is contracted so what do we say about Aquila Capital? Since inception, they've introduced more solar assets to that fund. They've got just 1.5% of their assets under construction. And the age of the assets is obviously since inception now grown. So you've got 80 odd percent, more than 80% are more than five years old. But I think if we look at this fund from a perspective of whether you'd invest in it or not, if you're looking for a fund that's actually owning assets, generating revenue from those assets, and growing those assets with a view to grow the dividend, this could well be a fund to look at. They've obviously got a fairly heavy presence in Europe, Given the current circumstances, renewable energy in Europe is important. I guess you could say they are focusing, or have been focusing more recently on solar within Spain. There's obviously assets in Portugal, as we said, um, Norway, Denmark, Finland, and also Greece. Not a huge amount of hydro with this one. So if you're looking at that kind of technology or you're more interested in that, then this is very much, I think, a solar and wind fund predominantly, just if I think it was 5% hydro. So that's Aquila European Renewables. Ticker on that was AERS. So our next fund is Downing Renewables and Infrastructure Trust, PLC. Ticker on that is DOR. E. So what do we know about this? So again, this is a almost £200 million fund, 
paying a dividend, almost 5%. So not quite as much as the previous offering. Also on a discount, almost 12% discount on this one. So again, this is a quarterly dividend, which is always quite nice. And the gearing on this fund, again, suggests it's zero. But a close-ended fund or investment trust, also investing in solar, hydropower, and wind assets. So there might be a theme here in terms of the type of assets. So Downing Renewables, they've got assets in the UK and Northern Ireland, mostly solar. And Sweden, they've got hydro and wind. So slightly different locations there. So it also looks like with this fund, they're showing that they're sitting on about 11% cash across those that split of assets. So about 40% solar, 40% hydro, 8% wind, and about 11% cash. And as we said, they've got assets mostly in Sweden, and let's call it the United Kingdom in that instance. And as with Aquila, these guys have got about almost 60% fixed revenue with just over 40% variable. So that is, again, a similar kind of mix there in terms of assets. So I guess with Downing, what we're saying is that if you're looking for a little bit more hydropower in your portfolio or in your fund, these guys have certainly got that at almost 40%. But consequently, they've only got about 8% wind in this portfolio. So solar and hydro predominantly with a little bit of wind, and they're clearly sitting on some cash. Well, that's great from a dividend point of view because they'll have sufficient cash to pay the dividend but also they've got the opportunity to invest as well so next up is ecofin us renewables infrastructure trust nice catchy title the ticker on that is rnep if you want it priced in pounds if you want it in dollars it's rnew ecofin us renewables infrastructure trust you won't be surprised to hear that this is a US-based trust <laughs> in terms of the fact that it's got US in the title. But what are we talking here? We're talking a £110 million fund on, again, about 14 nearly 15% discount um, to net asset value. The gearing on this apparently is also zero. So again, for close-ended fund, its total assets are essentially worth more than the current price of the fund. It pays a dividend of 7%, which again is significant if they can maintain that. And again, they are paying that dividend quarterly, which again is something that we like. So Ecofin, they are predominantly solar and wind. In fact, they are solar and wind. 
in terms of their assets. On Ecofin, it looks like their contracted assets are there for the next 15 years. And they've got a balanced geographic portfolio across the US with wind at about 33% of that portfolio. Commercial solar is nearly 50%. And the remainder is utility scale solar. So large scale assets there at 18%. So again, US, albeit the investment trust, is a UK investment trust. It's focused on US assets. It's priced in dollars, albeit there's a, as we said, there's a there's a pence per share rating for for the fund because it's a, a UK investment trust. So if you want to be putting your pounds, for example, in dollars, this is one way of doing that um, against the potential of a, a weaker pound or a weaker alternative to the dollar, which this year the dollar's been exceptionally strong. So yeah, that is Ecofin US Renewables Infrastructure Trust. And the ticker on that was RNEP. So the next one we're going to look at is VH Global Sustainable Energy Opportunities PLC, which is ticker on that is GSEO. So again, another one with a snappy title. So VH Global Sustainable Energy Opportunities PLC, GSEO. This is a just over £400 million trust, some of the bigger ones that we've looked at so far. They pay just over 5% as a dividend, and that's a quarterly dividend, which again, we like a lot. The dividend cover looks... So again, like a lot of these trusts at the moment, this is on an almost 10% discount to net asset value. The gearing on this looks like it's zero. And again, this is a closed-ended fund. So what do we know about GSEO? Well, the clue, I guess, is in the title. It's split between the US, the UK, Australia, and Brazil. But interestingly enough, not necessarily in that order. Brazil is 38%, followed by the US at 26, UK 25, and Australia with 12%. So they've got hydro, solar and battery storage. They've got solar PV, and they've got terminal storage, and flexible power plus CCR. So it's a pretty even split, um, about a quarter in each of those areas between hydro, solar, storage, and flexible power. And interestingly enough, they've got 40% of their assets under construction with just under 60% operational. So there's lots still to be done there with GSEO. And again, if you want something that's more geographically split then that's a good split across with a bit of Europe Australia US and Brazil so it's probably worth saying as we go through these 
that some of the information that we're presenting here is readily available and it's always a joy that every single fact sheet or bit of information on these funds is different so if you were going through this for yourself you'd find that you know you've obviously got all these investment managers been sent off in a room given the same question and come up with a different answer so some of these guys have put down really clear concise information and others have not put quite as much clear and concise information they've put the basics they're not giving you anything extra i don't like that you know the, the information's up front you want they want people to invest in the in the fund if you, you're putting things on the fact sheet that are not clear or you having to dig around for terminology you know that's not helpful this stuff to try and understand what people are up to is difficult enough as it is but anyway rant over next fund is octopus renewables infrastructure trust plc so the ticker on that is o-r-i-t we're talking a 550 million pound fund on a discount of just over 11 percent they also pay a quarterly dividend of five and a half percent which is nice and again the gearing on this if these numbers are right is zero none of these have got any gearing on these renewable funds which is surprising given the fact that we know certain other investment trusts do gear so i'm aware i'm not covering the fees on these trusts most of these trusts the fees will be slightly higher than you'd expect with a more traditional investment trust or even a unit trust or a, an oik as we call them so this octopus renewables infrastructure trust has 36 assets generating a total capacity of 663 megawatts so this is a split between solar wind battery and something they call developer developer to me was something that you'd use when you were playing around with camera film but that's probably suggesting my age now so we'll have a little look at what that all means so i think with octopus they've got quite a lot of operational capacity but they've also got some assets under construction so when you look at their split they've got 37 percent of their assets in the uk 11 percent in ireland 14 percent in france 7% in Sweden, 3% in Spain, 11% in Finland, 6% in Germany, and 9% in Poland. And so you've got that split between onshore wind at nearly 50%, solar at nearly 40 
offshore wind at 13 and there's 2% developer and 0.2% battery. 86% of their assets are operational with 12% under construction and this 2% developer. So what they're suggesting as their developers here are within Ireland, UK and Finland, they've got offshore and onshore wind and solar PV projects. So those are the assets that are as yet not fully operational or required. But I guess they're just giving you the heads up on that, which is kind of nice in a way. So again, that would be that's a good split on countries and technology, although no hydro in there, as we've seen on some of the other funds, and actually very Europe-centric, which again, as we said, at the moment could be a real positive with the issues around energy mix, or could be a real negative due to the issues around energy mix. And I think the jury's still out on that one. We probably need another winter to really flush out where we're going in terms of gas and other types of energy. So next up, we've got Premier Milton. I keep calling it Milton. Premier Mitten Global Renewables Trust. The ticker on that is PMGR. So we are getting our way through this list, if anybody's nodded off yet. But basically, this fund is very small, £25 million fund, uh, pays a 5%, just over 5% dividend, is on a 21% discount at the moment. Aha! We have something with gearing. There you go. 49% gearing. So there's a trust that is, I, I would suggest, is quite heavily geared. That's 50% of its fund is geared, unlike all these others that we've seen. And again, it's a close-ended fund. Pays that dividend, that 5% dividend, quarterly. That seems to be a recurring theme with most of these funds and has sufficient dividend cover by the looks of it so premier milton what do they actually have in their fund well unlike i would say all the funds we've seen to date these guys are buying companies and funds so drax group for those of you that know the drax power station in the uk Greencoat UK Wind and Next Energy Solar Fund, which actually isn't one of the ones in our list on this podcast, but we are aware of it. And we may, given the fact it's a solar fund, cover it when it's not, when we're not looking at general, more general renewable funds. So bear with us on that one. Octopus Renewable Infra Infrastructure Trust, we've just spoken about that one. Aquila European Renewables Income Fund, we've spoken about that one. So there is a, I think this is fair to say, a fund of funds 
and companies within this particular one. So this again is a bit different in that split. There's a big debate to be had about whether funds of funds fund of funds is a good idea or not. I generally feel that it's not the greatest of ideas because you're just compounding your fees and things like that. But I have invested in them in the past. So and done okay. So what does that do? That doesn't help really at all. It just depends on where you want to be in terms of diversification. This gives you significant diversification because it's a fund of funds. So the way they've split themselves out then, I guess, in terms of sector, is they're looking at this now saying, well, they've got funds, as we've said, make up almost 40% of this fund. If I can get away with saying fund and funds for two minutes. Um, renewable energy developers, about 30%. Renewable focused utilities, 9 Energy storage, about 9%. They've got biomass in here. Electrical networks, renewable technology and service, waste to energy, which is something that's only just 1.3% of the portfolio, but great because you're taking that waste and rather than doing anything else with it, you are generating that energy from that waste so you can harness that power. So then you then look at where is this geographically? Well, actually, because of the way it's because of what it's buying, it's 36% the UK, 30% Europe. And then it's saying it's 18% global. So that's a bit of North America, China, Latin America. So again, it's if you consider the UK to be Europe, which it still is geographically anyway. This fund is more than 65% Europe. So again, heavily Europe with a bit of, let's, let's be generous and say just, just less than 10% North America, which could be a split of US and Canada. In summary then on premium mitten, Global Renewables Trust, it's a fund of funds, it's a small fund, 25 million, that's a very small investment trust, pays a good dividend, gives you diversity, so if you like that element and it's also got some other elements to it than just being a European um, fund, then Worth a look at, I think for me, possibly a bit on the small side and made up of some of the funds we've already talked about and will talk about in the coming podcasts. So next we've got Triple Point Energy Transition PLC. The ticker on this is TENT, T-N-T, T-E-N-T, T-E-N-T, possibly my favourite fund of the day so far. But purely just on the ticker front, I don't like camping, but I think that's kind of fun. So this is a £70 million market capital 
capitalization fund. Again, not big from for an investment trust, certainly not big for a for a unit trust. Pays a seven point eight percent dividend. That's huge. Relatively speaking, discount is thirty percent on this fund, more than thirty percent at this point, which is a big discount as well. So I'd be interested to know why they're not trying to reduce the discount on that. Gearing, there isn't any, as far as we can tell. And it's a close-ended fund. So what do we know about Tent? Tent's got, pretty much in terms of technology exposure, it's got hydro, 61.6% or 61% hydro. The next biggest is CHP, so combined heat and power. So this is a very different breakdown of technology. You've got other elements in here, including light emitting diodes. It just invests in things that are very different to the ones we've already looked at. But again, I like this one because it's a bit different. If you are not just wanting to do solar and wind, this is a perfect example. Bit of cash on the balance sheet as well. That'll cover that significant dividend and help them to invest. At the moment, they have got, well, they've done this in terms of debt and versus equity and cash. So they've got 31% debt on their books, 61% equity, and the remainder is cash. Life cycle stage, 92% of their assets are operational. Less than 1% are in construction. And the rest, as we said, is cash. So that's an interesting breakdown from my perspective. They are looking at some more interesting things. So if you want a slightly more interesting fund than, than what we've covered already, then certainly Tent is worth a look. But yeah. Tent is worth a look. You've got battery energy and storage in there. You've got things around light emitting diodes, lots of hydro, lots of combined heat and power. So just a very different fund to the ones that we've looked at so far. So last, but by no means least, the Renewables Infrastructure Group Limited or Ticker on that is TRIG, T-R-I-G. So this is a three billion pound market cap fund. So we've gone from the sublime to the ridiculous in terms of size of funds here. As we said, 25 million is quite small. Three billion is pretty big for an investment trust. It's currently on just over an 8% discount. Pays a 5.7% dividend. That dividend is quarterly, which is always nice to hear, and has significant dividend cover from what we can see. So that's always a real positive, which means they could grow that dividend should they wish. So as we said, this £3 billion 
investment trust. Looks like it has no gearing. It is a closed-ended investment trust. So in terms of technology, the majority is onshore wind, 56%. 30% is offshore wind. 13% solar with 1% inflexible capacity, which I'm guessing is some sort of storage. So this Infrastructure Group Limited Renewables Fund is almost 90% wind, albeit it's a renewables infrastructure fund. So I would suggest that actually this is predominantly wind. But in the interests of impartiality, we will carry on in terms of the geography. So 30% of the projects or the assets are in Scotland, 25% in England and Wales, 14% in Sweden, 10% in Germany, 9% in France, but in Spain, the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. So again, this is 60% plus UK and the remainder is Europe. So this is a purely European play from what I can tell here. Um, again, the fact sheet is struggling to give me astonishing amounts of detail here. So we can only conclude is that this is a predominantly European fund but pays a pays a nice dividend and if you're looking for a large investment trust i.e. there will be plenty of shares trading in this particular one this is the largest fund that we've seen of these examples then this would be a relatively non-diverse I would say fund but is big enough that they can flex with what they're doing and I think for those of you that are aware of the Invest Investors Chronicle there was a recent interview with Richard Crawford from Trig I think that was back in February that they released that February of 2023 there is so probably worth checking that out if you're interested in this fund as I say I think this one for me I would look at as predominantly wind so we might look at this again in the context of the tech the individual technologies as we work through this renewable series so how do we sum up those funds that we've looked at there's eight investment trusts there all covering slightly different mixes of technology. Some are owner-asset, owner some are funds of funds, but ultimately they're all looking at the renewable energy sector with varying degrees of diversity across technology and region. So if you want US, there's one in there for you. If you want Europe, there's several in there for you. I guess Europe's taken probably a stronger or earlier march on renewables, whether they'll 
that's an advantage or not, time will tell. But I thought if we just simply looked at this in terms of performance, so we took the last kind of three months and said, right, let's just look at performance. What am I buying here? Well, our favorite fund, and purely down to ticker, which was Tent. So that was the triple point energy transition investment trust is down 14% in those three months. That's got to hurt a little bit. Followed by Dory. No, no link to Nemo or finding Nemo as far as I'm aware, but Downing Renewable and Infrastructure Trust is down 11% over that period. Followed closely behind Premier Mitten Global Renewables Trust, which was PMGR at ten and a half percent. So okay, we d- we don't we don't like those, let's say, because they've dropped a lot in those three months. Others could say there's an opportunity there to buy because they're on a good discount, they pay a good dividend. I'm going that route. Energy maybe has you could argue has rolled over in the last three months as well, so maybe that's not a fair comparison against other sectors. But across these funds, the standout performer is Aquila European Renewables. AERS was the ticker on that. That's up 4.5% over the same period. The only thing that gets even close to that is... Octopus Renewables Infrastructure Trust, ticker on that was ORIT, and that's down 2 and 2.5% over the same period. So there's a whole raft there of performance and energy mix. I think for me, I quite like the Octopus Renewables Infrastructure Trust because I think they've got a good mix on solar and hydro. Not a huge amount of wind, but there's lots of other wind funds you could go at out there. I think hydro is a fantastic technology. But again, that's just a, pure, a purely biased opinion. And again, if I was going to mix that in with something that's not purely European, then I'd have to look at the ECOFIN US Renewables Infrastructure Trust, which was R-N-E-P or E-W, depending on your currency preference. So those are the renewable trusts that we've looked at. Hopefully that's been useful. I'll put the links for these funds into the show notes. And we'll go again with a slightly more focused, technology-focused podcast next time. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. This programme has been presented for information and educational purposes only. None of the information or content of the programme is to be taken as an offer, opinion or recommendation by the programme's hosts or guests to buy or sell securities, nor is it intended to provide legal, tax, accounting, commercial or financial advice. 
Opinions and comments are based on information from sources believed to be reliable. All investing involves risk as prices go up or down based on a number of factors. Always consider consulting a financial professional before investing.